Hi folks, I'm Bob Main. Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. A practical show done by a practical guy, and that is me. Welcome to episode 545. Happy Easter, everybody. It's April 4th, 2021 on Easter Sunday. That's when this is releasing and uh, I hope all of you have had a great Easter weekend and you are celebrating the resurrection of our Savior. So, this week, I want to talk about a specific gun, the Sig P365XL. I have talked about it on this episode before, I mean on this podcast. I've done other episodes. I have not gone into depth as to what I think about it. And you know me, I like to kind of wait. I don't like to be the first person out there uh, doing a review of something or making comments on things. This gun has been out now, I think, probably close to three years or two and a half years, something like that. I like to test things, own them, carry them, shoot them, test them out, and put them through the paces before I actually start commenting on it and I think that's the fair way I think for you the listener you want to get reviews like that instead of somebody that says hey I I got this gun and it it looks really cool and I shot two magazines and it works great you know eh, I that's not the kind of stuff I looked for when I look for reviews this show is sponsored by concealment solutions makers of fantastic holsters Even a good holster for this P365 by SIG that I'm going to talk about. So check them out, concealmentsolutions.com. I normally carry outside the waistband because the Cobra All-Kydex Concealment Solutions holsters that they make, the Cobra model, is such a great way to carry and conceal a gun. I don't really have a need to carry inside the waistband anymore and carrying outside the waistband is so comfortable it's so fast to draw it's easy the holsters are fantastic they're durable check them out concealmentsolutions.com you get a 10% discount just by using the coupon code handgunworld at checkout let me get right into the SIG P365 So I was a huge skeptic of the original P365. I now own a P365, by the way, but I was a huge skeptic when it first came out. And I think all of you know why. I talked about it. I gave several reasons why I was a big skeptic. And I even did some YouTube videos on it and everything. And my mind has changed. But I waited almost a couple years before I purchased AP 365 and I laid out specific reasons for that on my YouTube channel you can find that video Uh, just go to handgun world on YouTube youtube youtube.com slash handgun world or just search it and I'll put a link for my YouTube channel in the show notes in fact I'll even try to find the video about the P365 and how I did not want to buy it After they worked out all the problems and after they got everything squared away with the gun, then I bought one. And I very much like it now. I probably would have been upset and disappointed if I would have purchased one of the first versions. Although to be fair, 
a lot of people that had a first version P365 loved it and probably still have them and it's still working well. As you know, I consider reliability as the absolute number one best feature of any concealed carry or handgun, I mean uh, concealed carry handgun or defensive handgun. It has to work and it has to work every single time. Recently on Facebook, I was looking at someone's post about a Glock 19. And I mentioned that the Glock 19, after all the guns I've tried in 15 years, I've been doing this now since 2005, uh, 15 and a half years ago or so. Other people have been doing it a lot longer, but I give you my experience from the last 15 years. I have not been able to shoot any gun better than my Glock 19. Seriously. I mean, I've been through 1911s. I've been through SIG double action, single action guns. I've been through other Glocks, of course. I've been through Springfield XDs. I have been through a lot of different guns. M&Ps, Smith & Wesson M&Ps, very fine guns. I've had revolvers, car arms, double action pistols. I've had a lot of them. I'm sure I'm forgetting about some kind of a handgun that I've owned. And and not just, you know, buy them and shoot them a couple of times and then get rid of them. Most everything I buy, I keep for at least a couple of years before I decide to sell it. Or I decide at the end of the two years, this is a keeper. And it's in my safe. And my philosophy, folks, is any gun I don't like, any gun I don't like to shoot, any gun that doesn't serve me well, any gun that I don't carry, any gun that sits in my safe for more than six months without being shot, I get rid of it. Walther PPQ, I've been through. I had a Walther PPQ as well. As I remember more guns that I, handguns that I've owned, I'll, I'll tell you. So if, if they've been in my safe more than six months, they're gone. If they haven't been shot or carried. And I have not been able to shoot and carry, excuse me, I've not been, able, not been able to shoot anything better than my Glock 19. I was going to say I've not been able to carry anything better than my Glock 19, but that's not quite true. Uh, the SIG P365XL is one example. I can carry it a lot better. The P365, I can carry better. The Glock 43X, I can carry it. A lot better. A Glock 42 I can carry a lot better. But concealed carry guns are normally not real fun to shoot. Normally they're just not. They're not fun to shoot. They're not they're not easy to shoot. Normally. Now, let me make an exception here. Recently a lot of guns have come onto the market in the last four or five years that are terrific and easy to shoot and easy to carry. The P365XL is one of those. My P365 is another. My Glock 43X is another. I no longer have any car arms pistols. They were a little too difficult for me to shoot. I normally do. Uh, right now, I don't have. I don't have a snub nose revolver. Way too difficult for me to shoot very easy to carry and the car arms guns easy to carry but just too difficult to shoot i think you need to have the combination of 
concealability and shootability. And that, I think, is the perfect handgun for you. When you find something easy to conceal and easy to shoot, that is your weapon right there. So figure out what it is for me. And again, you, you listen to my show occasionally for my opinions. So I give them to you. And again, this is not based on just first impressions or guessing. This is based on owning it and shooting it for a while, which is how I like to review everything. So the P365, why do I like it so much? It is really easy to shoot. Ben Branham at the Modern Self-Protection and myself, we did a YouTube video. You can find us at Modern Handgunners. Uh, we need to start doing more videos over there, but you can find us at Modern Handgunners on YouTube, and I will link to that as well in the show notes. So check the show notes out for this episode number 545, and I'll give you direct YouTube links. So we shot the P365XL and the P365 side by side, both of us. Stood there at the range, we both shot them side by side, switched off, handed each other the other pistol that we had, or the pistol that we had, and then we shot it, shot them again and reviewed them. You can watch that video. I shot just as well with my P365XL as I do with my Glock 19. Not better, but just as well. Now, I did not try it at long distances. I can, I can shoot the Glock 19 very well at distances over 25 yards. I did not test the P365 XL at, 25, at, at greater than 25 yards. But it's a great gun to shoot. It has a fantastic trigger. You know what else I like about the SIG guns? And again, I, I, I'm not sponsored by SIG, folks. I'm not sponsored by SIG. I wish, but I'm not. And I'm just giving you an honest review after using and shooting this gun. First of all, you don't have to modify anything about this gun. You don't have to change anything. Out of the box, this gun is everything you need for shooting and carrying. Let, let's start with a couple things that I think are really important out of the box. The trigger. It has a great flat-faced trigger, which is my favorite style of trigger. Uh, I wish there were Glocks that came stock with a flat-faced trigger. I'm sure they'll never do that. I love it because it gives great leverage. It's a great feel. It's a wide, flat trigger. Incredibly easy to reach. Anybody can reach this trigger. Anybody can get this grip in their hands. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in this episode. But the flat trigger is excellent. The trigger action is excellent. The reset is excellent. Excellent. The trigger break is great. It's it's at 90 degrees. I like that. Okay? It's it's a great 90 degree break. There's no virtually no over travel to the trigger and it's easy to get back on target after you shoot it. The recoil is pretty low. The recoil on this compared to my favorite Glock 19 is not as easy to control as my Glock 19. It's a smaller, lighter gun. This P365 is a smaller, lighter gun than a Glock 19. So it's, you know, physics is going to say that it's going to recoil more. 
But it's not uncontrollable. It's not an uncontrollable recoil. It's very controllable for what it is. The capacity is excellent. Out of the box, 12 round magazines plus one in the chamber, a 13 round gun. Glock 19, 16 round gun. I'm only sacrificing three rounds. And if you listen to my recent interview with John Correa at Active Self Protection, gunfights just don't go more than 13 rounds for civilians. They just don't. I mean, the percentage is so small, it might as well be zero. So I'm comfortable with 12 plus 1, with 13 rounds. For those of you who live in restrictive states, you can get a 10-round version of the Sig P365XL. You can get it with 10-round magazines, one in the chamber. And so now you're complying with your state law if, you're, if the gun is available for sale in your state. So the capacity is excellent for a good concealed carry gun. It's very easy to reach the slide release. I like that. The takedown lever. It's very easy to use the uh, takedown lever for field stripping and cleaning the gun. Yes, for those of you who might not know, you got to clean guns. You got to clean and lubricate them regularly. The grip is fantastic. The grip is textured. It's a good textured grip, which that's one thing I don't like about the third generation Glocks. I have two of them. They're not textured. They're kind of slippery. The fourth and fifth obviously had good texturing, but I think the texturing on the SIG is better than even the fifth gen Glocks. It's better than the M&P 2.0s. I don't know about the Springfields uh, because I haven't shot those much lately. The, the last Springfield gun I had was, I actually had two XDs, but that was a little over 10 years ago. But the, tra the, the texturing is really good, and it does not beat up my hand. It doesn't, you know, t give me red hands after shooting it. I got to say, my, my Glock Gen 5, and especially my MMP 2.0, that thing gives me red hands after I shoot it about three or 400 rounds. Uh, this little SIG does not. Same with the P365, the standard version. The texturing is good enough for you to maintain a good grip on the gun, but not rough enough to tear up your hand. There are some nice front slide serrations. Now, some people say, I don't care about the front slide serrations because I don't use them. Okay, fine. If you don't use them, then this doesn't matter much to you. But if you do, they're usable. Uh, Glocks did not have front slide serrations, really, until the 5th gens came out. And the early 5th gens didn't even have them. Now some of the recent fifth gens or maybe most of them do have front slide serrations at least the one i do the one i have has them my gen 5 glock 19 i've got the front slide serration version of it and they're pretty usable the front serrations on an m and p are a joke the m and p 2.0 those serrations are not very good you you can't use them so again it's a moot point if you don't use them but if you do use them these are very, very good on the P365XL. I need to mention the fantastic sights, the excellent sights that come out of the box. 
Um, it's an optics ready gun, which I'm going to get to. But if you're not using a red dot, it comes out of the box with night sights. Very good quality night sights. Made of steel with a green front sight, which I really like. Sometimes, depending on how bright the light is, excuse me, how dim the light is, the sights look all black, black on black. That's okay. I'm okay with that. But it is a night sight, and the rear is also a night sight. So it's a th <clears throat> in the dark, it looks like a three-dot night sight pattern. I like that. I've been shooting that for years. I'm good with that. So SIG hit a home run with their X-ray sights, I guess is what they call it. The magazine release button, another great feature. You don't have to shift your grip on this gun. It's an easy to press magazine release so you can perform a reload and do it quickly and efficiently that's a huge plus there's a slight beaver tail a slight beaver tail at the tang of the gun and for those of you who are new if you don't know what I'm talking about that's basically where the web of your shooting hand gets close to the slide on the back of the gun they have a nice beaver tail. You know what that's really good for? Two things. Number one, it prevents a slide bite. I've seen people shoot Glocks, and after a couple hundred rounds, they got a few blood marks on the web of their hand because the slide is biting them under recoil. I have never had that problem with a Glock, ever. Never had that problem to where my hands are bleeding. Um, I guess I have thin hands. I mean, not real thin. But I, got, I don't have super wide hands. I got relatively narrow hands for, for a man. And I got long fingers and stuff. And it's just never been a problem for me. But if you do have large hands, you're going to appreciate the beaver tail. Because it's going to help you prevent the slide bite. I also think it happens to, to give me a little bit more stability when shooting. Just a little bit more. A little bit more stability when shooting. Versus a gun that does not have a beaver tail. This gun's even got a uh, slide rail for accessories. That's cool. You want to put a light or a laser on this thing? You got you got the ability to do so. It's got a flared magwell. You know, the new Gen 5s, when they came out, Glock really emphasized, hey, look at this, it's got a flared magwell. Well, guess what? The P365 has one too. So that's a plus. Most people can get a full grip on this gun and not have to use any magazines with extensions. That is a huge plus in my book. Most people can get a full grip on this gun, a full firing grip. In other words, all three fingers of your shooting hand can get, they, they can wrap around that grip. Okay, you don't have any pinky that's dangling below the bottom of the grip, which I've always found to be extremely annoying. And some guns are, are not designed very well with to accommodate the magazine extensions. Now, SIG has done a fantastic job, even with the P365, the regular version, which I have right here. The magazine extension is fantastic. It's, it's very well designed. So it does not cause any pinches of the pinky. It doesn't cause any discomfort, at least not to me. It's textured. The mag extension is textured. 
But if I have my, pre my preference, I would just rather avoid the mag extension altogether. And so with the P365, I don't need to have one. And I got 12 rounds in the magazine. Uh, you can also purchase 15 ma round mags for this. The 15 rounders will stick down lower than the length of the grip. But I don't think I'm going to invest the money in those because, as I mentioned, 12 plus 1 is just fine for me. Speaking of the magazines, they are metal and they say made in the USA. I don't know who the OEM manufacturer is. Maybe it's SIG. I don't know. If some of you have some information on that, let me know. You can call in a voicemail, 210-646-1727, 210-646-1727. You can email me, handgunworld at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook, on Twitter, on MeWe, Parlor, wherever. I'm on, all, I'm on all those social media sites. So I think it's a... I think that's a plus having the metal magazines. They're they're well built metal magazines. They're they're very well constructed. They say made in the USA on them. Uh, I know that this gun is produced in New Hampshire, so that's about all I know as far as originally where it came from. It's stamped New Hampshire on the frame, USA. Now, let's get into something else really cool about the P365 XL. The modular concept is awesome. It's different than a lot of polymer striker-fired guns. The serialized part is not the frame. It's not the slide. It's the fire control group, which comes right out. It's very easy to take the fire control group out and one of the things I think is really cool is the interchangeability between the regular P365 and the 365 XL. You can switch around the frames and the slides and the fire control group as you pretty much as you wish. So I could take the frame of my P365 and put it on my 365 XL and have a short grip on a longer slide or I could do it the other way I could take the frame from the P365 XL and I can put it on my P365 and I would have to change out the fire control group but then I'm gonna have a longer grip on a shorter slide so that's kinda cool Again, the P365XL is optics ready for the shield. Uh, I believe it's the Romeo Zero optic, if I'm not mistaken. So, let's see. What else? Um, oh, the other thing, the other cool thing about this is it does have a nice low bore axis. I, I like that. Matter of fact, SIG even mentions that on their site, that it's got a, a nice low bore axis, uh, similar to a Glock. Um, similar to an M&P 2.0 compact by Smith & Wesson. I like that. That just, I prefer that. People can make a huge argument whether that helps you shoot or not. Some say yes, some say it doesn't. For me, I just, I like, I like to have the slide and the barrel sitting down as low as I can possibly get it. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I've always been a big fan of the Glock pistols. 
But in that category, the P365 does not disappoint me either. I will say that the accessory rail is proprietary. There are a lot of that, a lot of them that you can a lot of red dots and I'm sorry, not red dots. A lot of accessories that you can buy for it. So that doesn't bother me too much that it's proprietary. The other cool thing I was I'll say is uh, when you take the um, when when you convert this to an optic red dot optic pistol the the rear slide does come off and when you put the red dot on you have a you have a rear backup sight built into the optic and you've also got the front sight as well so you still are going to have backup sights in case your red dot fails and they do fail folks they do they're just still not they're not all that foolproof just yet in the future most likely um, the front sight is dovetailed you can put a different one on there if you want but this gun has just so many good design features right out of the box you pay the fee one time to get the gun you don't have to modify it you literally don't folks the only thing you might want to do is if you like red dot sights on pistols then you purchase the uh, the sig red dot and you put it on the P365XL and you are ready to go. So I think an absolute home run by SIG with this gun. And I just absolutely like it. I like it and I carry it whenever I can over my P365XL and I even carry it more often than my Glock 43X. I still carry my 43X and my 42 but most of the time, the P365XL is going in my holster, and it's going with me wherever I go. My Glock 19 is my primary. My P365 is still my backup. However, I will say this. I will say this. The good thing about the P365, I think it could serve as anybody's primary carry handgun. If you only have the means to own one handgun, and you choose the P365XL, I think you've made a great choice. Because it is smaller, it is thinner, it is lighter than something like a Glock 19 or an MMP 2.0 compact like I have. It's For its capacity, it's still one of the smallest and lightest and easiest to shoot handguns. I could even see the P365XL for some people being a duty gun. Uh, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but maybe not. But for regular civilians like me that just believe in their Second Amendment rights and, and want to protect themselves and have the best gun for the highest capacity and easiest shootability and reliability, I've had no trouble with this gun at all. The P365XL is a fantastic choice. The P365 is also... A fantastic choice once again I want to mention folks I am not sponsored by SIG I'm not getting anything financially for this episode I'm not even getting anybody giving me anything for doing this review the people I'm servicing with this review is you the listener because you are my primary obligation I feel that I need to keep you well informed and give you the service that you expect by spending 30 to 45 minutes of your time tuning into this podcast. 
So you're number one, you, the listener. And by the way, this show is mostly listener supported. I have one sponsor, Concealment Solutions. Uh, I would say that they're, well, they're, they're fantastic people, fantastic products. I can't say enough good stuff about Concealment Solutions. Uh, I'm not getting rich on that sponsorship, but that's okay. I give Jason a fantastic opportunity because he's a fantastic guy, makes great holsters, and his customer service is second to none. So that's the only sponsor I have. To keep this podcast going, to keep to keep me uh, going and doing it and, uh, and getting something extra for my time, and if you want to support this show, if, if this show helps you in any way, if it helps you make better informed decisions... Please consider supporting. Ben Branham and I, several years ago, we developed the Shooters Club. Uh, the Shooters Club we're very proud of. Uh, tons and tons of extru- instructional videos. Well over 80 videos. Please join the Shooters Club, folks. $8 a month. And you can watch, in our opinion, some of the absolute best shooting instruction videos that you can access. It's at ShootersClubMembers.com. Shooters Club members.com. If you want to save a little bit of money over a year, you can get a $75 yearly membership or you can just do the $8 a month. Check us out over there. You can support me and become one of my Patreon members. I've got special content not related to the Shooters Club on my Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Handgun World. Check and for as little as $3 a month, you can be a Patreon. You can also make your purchases through my Amazon store. That also helps me. It's still alive and well, and it's still functioning well, and people are still using it. Go to handgunworld.com, click my Amazon store, make your Amazon purchases there. All those ways support my show, and I really appreciate it if you could do that. Even if you don't have any extra money to spend right now, at least... um, Give me a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you use. I will say something else about the P365XL before I finish uh, regarding ammunition. In terms of ammo, it seems to be the most easy for me to shoot with 124 grain 9mm. I've tried 115s, I've tried 147s, the 124s just seem to feel the best for me. It's got nearly a four-inch barrel. As a matter of fact, I, I guess I'm a little bit wrong about that. I think SIG specs on the XL. Let me see. The barrel length. Oh, I'm sorry. 3.7. So, not quite four inches. 3.7 inches. 3.1 inches on the P365. So, the barrel length is great. And uh, 12 plus run, one rounds. The width is only like barely over an inch, like a tenth of an inch over. So, I mean, 28 millimeters for some of you who might be international listeners that are kind of wondering, well, how many millimeters are those inches? 28 millimeter width. So that's not much either. That's one nice thing is it's so thin. So thin that it's really easy to conceal, easy to carry around. And I I like that. That's important to me. Because I, I'm a civilian. Uh, we do have open uh, open carry here in the great state of Texas. We have open carry as a lot of other states in the United States have open carry. But I don't prefer to do that. I prefer to keep my concealed gun just as the name of it, concealed and pretty well hidden. 
I just I prefer it that way. There are arguments to be made for both open carry and concealed carry. My preference, it doesn't have to be your preference, but mine is concealed carry. Again, it's 90% of the time outside the waistband in a great outside the waistband holster and the right kind of belt and an untucked shirt, uh, but, it, but it really works and it works well for me. And this is an easy gun to conceal. You shouldn't have any problem. And actually, there is one more thing. I said the last one was going to be the last comment, but I do have one more comment. With Glock pistols, one of the major criticisms and one of the major drawbacks of a Glock pistol is underneath the trigger guard. In other words, what that means is where your middle finger touches the trigger guard and the grip. Uh, Glocks is not very good. They're, in fact, they're terrible. And I usually have somebody modify that space there and undercut it a little bit. What I mean by that is put a, put a, a nice rounded half moon undercut there. And what that does is that helps me get a more comfortable grip. And even for some people, that little change right there helps them control the gun a little bit better. I'm not going to say it increases the accuracy, but it helps them control it a little bit better. Well, with this SIG P365, it's already there. I don't have to get it modified. It's there, the nice undercut trigger guard, and it's super comfortable in my hand. Again, I'll say one last, I'll say something again one last time, and uh, I'll repeat something earlier from earlier in this episode. You don't have to modify this gun. You don't have to modify it. There's nothing that you have to do to it. It is ready. I like to modify my guns to my liking. And so when I bought this P365XL, I, I seriously thought, okay, what do I have to change on this pistol? What do I have to do to make this thing exactly to my liking? And the answer that I came up with for myself is nothing. I really like that. When I pay the money, I pull out of the box a gun ready to go. It's as simple as that. So with all that said, folks, uh, I hope you enjoyed my thoughts here. My review after using and carrying this gun for about a year. Let me know what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear from you, a voicemail, an email, whatever. If you like this interview, great. If you think I, if you don't like this interview, interv- this interview why did I call it an interview review (laughs) if you don't like this review tell me about it I'm an open-minded guy I'm a big boy I don't mind criticism I'd love to hear or if you have just something you want to add I'd, I'd love to hear about that as well so that's it that's what I wanted to say about the p365 XL my name is Bob Main you have just listened to another episode of the handgun world podcast once again happy easter to everybody remember evil does not exist in the holster it exists in the hearts of men and women shoot straight shoot safe read your bible every day and i'll talk to you 